Jesus. At this time, one of the things that we've been declaring and proclaiming is that God's kingdom to advance in the earth is going to take wealth. Somebody say wealth. How many could use some wealth in your life? Everybody says yes. Every ministry that doesn't have money is one of the biggest strongholds, the biggest oppressions, the biggest disappointment because there ain't money to do what God's called you to do. God's getting ready to break that, but we got to get away from a wrong prosperity message and get into a kingdom message of how he operates prosperity. Hallelujah. A kingdom economics. So I asked Dr. Baker to come and share on that. She's going to share. Let's welcome Dr. Baker as she comes and ministers to that. Dr. Baker, come on up. Hallelujah. This lady, I've seen just in the short time that we've been, I've seen her grow and change and get stronger. And man, as she does great, as long as she don't slap me, hallelujah, amen. She's all right, hallelujah. Sweeter, okay, sweeter. Words of, pro, words of confession, hallelujah, amen. Gisela, I honor you. Hallelujah. Um, th let the people of my sons stand up for a moment. Come on. These are from, they came to, yeah, hallelujah. Thank you. You know, one of the things that I, I have to set in order, I heard as the um, prophet and the apostle or ministering that there's still women that don't understand what sonship is about. And I'm a apostolic father. I may be in a woman's body, but you see the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, they're all father gifts. We're all supposed to father. And there is a mother part too, all right? having that, that heart of who God is coming out of you, but also having the breast of that love and that feeds is the other part. And one of the things that we have to remember is this. We cannot leopardize, now that's my own word. <laughs> we cannot leopardize the body by taking away the parts that are necessary for the kingdom of God, all right? Fathership, which is sonship, all of this is important. Faith is important. Health is important. All of these things are. But one of the things that we've allowed ignorantly because we weren't willing to fight and be different. Now, let me share something with you. I'm going to minister for about 20 minutes today and release some things about the difference between prosperity, riches, and wealth. Okay? And you're going to get the opportunity to make some trades. Trade what it is that you work for 
what you labored for, what you atomized for. See, I like new words that I make up. Um, and transfer them and take what God has for you. Now, just because there's some babies that need to be thrown out with the bathwater, okay? There's some things that we've received that need to be thrown out. The water needs to be thrown out. The baby needs to be thrown out. Every bit of it needs to be thrown out. We need to discard it. But I'm going to go to um, Psalms 34. And uh, verse 7, the angel of the Lord, and I'll uh, exegete some of this tomorrow, or when Apostle Barry comes forth, he'll exegete some of it for you for me. At any rate, uh, the angel of the Lord encamps around them that fear him and delivers them. Oh, taste and see that the Lord, good, blessed the man that trusts in the Lord. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There's no lack to those that fear him. He goes on to say, the young lions do suffer and uh, do, do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good. Now, in italics, it says thing or thing, as black people would say, but it's want any. And um, the spirit of the Lord commands wealth. You see, what uh, commands prosperity and then commands riches and then commands wealth. The thing that we've not understood in the past is what prosperity is and what prosperity is for. What we've done is taken the, the, the ways that the world system, you know, it says that um, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the, the worlds and all of those that dwell in it, okay? He's talking about systems. But what we've done is we've taken systems from the world system, and then that's how we've done things in so-called church. And when we do that, what happens is this. Money comes. Woo-hoo-hoo. But prosperity does not really come. Because you don't have prosperity until you're birthing sons and having them to have everything that you have and even more. You see, you don't have prosperity then. And sometimes we make a mistake and, 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 and count wealth and prosperity in the same breath. Let me just uh, give you this to check out. In the book of Genesis, it talked about God told Adam, he told him not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? Okay, so here it was, he ate of that tree. He says, and in that day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. People say, well, he, didn't, he just died spiritually. No, Bible says that a, a day is as a thousand years with the Lord, and a thousand years is as a day. I don't have to make excuses for God and his word. Adam died that very same day. It wasn't the next day. It wasn't the next week. He died that very same day. But uh, in, in the book of uh, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 8, when it goes down to 18, it says that after you had all of these things, and we'll hit some of those scriptures tomorrow, uh, after it goes through all of those things, he says, here's what I want you to remember. I want you to remember that it's me that has given you the power to get wealth. He didn't say prosperity. He said wealth. So that I, not you, you ain't got nothing to do with wealth. 
nothing to do with it so that I can establish my covenant in the earth. And when you start, when we start to walk through prosperity and riches the way that we are supposed to, not the way that it was done in the past, then what's going to happen is you're not going to have any need. Read Deuteronomy 8. And when you understand that, because you are going to have met every need that there was, the Lord says that up until now, his people have not known what it is to do his work unhindered by monetary lack. But now, not tomorrow, not next week, but what we're doing right now in this is working on changing the way that you think. You think wrong. You think and you won't. And, and then we're not, don't just think wrong. We're some arrogant suckers. We think we know everything because I can exegete, because I know this, because I've been an apostle for a long time, because I know you don't know all of this. I don't know what you know, and that's why I sit and listen to you, apostle. I will sit and listen to you because you are speaking from a realm that I don't have yet, and so therefore I can learn from you. But I know this area. This is an area that he, you're talking about groaning for. And it ain't about groaning for money. It's about groaning so that men and women, that the people of God do not have to go around and beg a bank. Oh, can I, can I get this? Can I? God told me to do this. Would you let me do it? Would you give me the money to do it? Mm, no. Okay, God, I can't do it because they won't give it to me. Okay, I'll go over here and I'll ask this. When did it say God, God's people were beggars? Where does it say that? We're bringing in a religious system into the church. The religious system is the world. That is what we have brought so much in the church, and there is so much mixture until you don't know what's real and what ain't. People are stingy. They hold on to what they really don't have in the first place because he says the earth is mine and everything that's in it belongs to me. So what makes you think you own something in the first place? You don't own your breath. You know, you have to run down there to go to, do the, to, to, go to the toilet because you don't have power over your, over your bladder. You ain't got no power over it. It's grace. It's by grace. It's by grace. It's by the grace of God. Well, I really didn't get up here to talk about bladders. <laughs> so, 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 what, but what I do want to talk about is this. I want you to understand this. When we talk about prosperity and love and unity, I don't know what anybody else does. We're not talking about the way that prosperity was done before. I gave this analogy before and it bears giving again. Many people in the church, and I believe good-hearted people, whatever, but they were still ignorant and immature. They were technons in this area, but they sounded like they were weosis, okay? And they sounded like they were mature. Why? Because you could see what they had. And what God said was this, as I was meditating on this and moaning about this and, and, and saying, why do you give me a message, you know, that, you know, I, I want them sweet messages, like you know, because I'm sweet. 
you know, <laughs> I, want, I, want, I, want them sweet I want them sweet messages so that my brother don't have to call and say, sister, sister, sister. <laughs> you know, he don't have to call, you know, and say that. But okay, this is what he showed me. This is what he opened up. He said this. He says, those that have had what they called a prosperity message, those that have had, that have been entrusted to these things, what it was is that you see like a big, uh, uh, I see this yellow raft. You everybody seen one of those like they have outside in kids, kids uh, uh, toy type thing? And they're in that, and the water is there where the word is, right? The water is there where the word is where this is concerned. And they have their boats and their houses and their planes and their trains and whatever else it is, and they're playing around in this, and they're passing it one to another but it never gets out. It never goes and gets that one that has five people in their congregation and say, come, come to my house. I have built this place on my property for you. There's clothes, there's all of these things. I am going to teach you about prosperity. I am going to teach you about the riches of God. You come and you come and you come. See, this is fatherhood. Okay, this is fatherhood. I am going to father you. I am going to make sure that you know that your father, that there is no lack in heaven, so there will not be any lack in your life. But I'm going to show you that this is not for you to spend it on yourself or to sit your fat self up in your own house on your behind thinking you got all this stuff that's yours. But I'm going to let you know to hold it lightly, to hold it lightly because it means nothing other than it is a tool. The plane is a tool, but it's a tool for the body. It's a tool for the kingdom of God. Your planes, your trains, your boats, your all of these things is for that. That's the purpose of it. You've lost the purpose. And he says, here it is. They've been playing around that they were children in this. And there was a, a pool and an ocean, all of this. All of these other people were the word. The word was deeper about this. He says, but what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm bringing forth a people now that will understand what prosperity is, is for and what riches is for. And they will use, just like miracle signs and wonders will take place here tonight. In fact, some of them are already taking place. Uh, faith will be used. Healing will start to manifest. Everything that is needed will happen to you. Because why? Because you're a kingdom citizen, and you'll recognize that everything that the king owns, you won't do. And you own it for the kingdom purpose, so that the world can see the love and the unity of one another. Where there will be buildings, and there will be towns, and there will be things that will say, what's the name of that place? That's kingdom house. That's kingdom place. That's the kingdom of God place. That's kingdom thing. That's kingdom thing. Well, who owns it? I don't know. Well, whose name is on it? I don't know. It's just them kingdom of God people. Why? Because they've done it together. They didn't do it apart. And it's not about your name. It is not about your name so that the God of more than enough, so that the God of astounding and, and love and unity will come forth and manifest. Why do we give? Why, why do we release? We exchange your ignorance for his, for his, his, his wisdom. It's an exchange. I'm not telling you to come and bring an offering. I'm telling you to release what's in yours so that you can receive what he has for you. Yeah, you're going to receive. I mean, you, you, you ain't got enough to do everything you want to do anyway. It's just, it's an opportunity to sow into what you think is worth, worthwhile, the kingdom of God. You can get up and start anytime you want to. 
It's all good. See? But I'm going to teach, we're going to be teaching on this. We're going to be bringing this thing forth so that you can understand why he has put certain things in your hands and in your pockets and in your checkbooks. Why do I have it in my checkbook? Why do I have these, these hundreds of dollars or these, these couple of dollars or these thousands of dollars? Why do I have them? God, what's the assignment for them? If you have the money you have does not have an assignment, an assignment, a kingdom assignment. I'm sowing into my, why do we do what we do? I'm sowing into, and that word sow is so something will grow from it. I'm going to seed into that. So I give you the opportunity to be able to do that here at Love and Unity. We don't beg nobody for nothing. The, we, we, uh, uh, anytime during the thing, you can, you can go to the website, you on Facebook, or even here, www.love-unity.org, right? Dot com. Oh, I get it right? See, that's because I'm a part of it. It would really be bad if I was a senior uh, council person and didn't do that. So you, you, do, do you understand? Is this making any sense to any of you? I want God to prick your heart so that you can understand that prosperity and riches and wealth are for different reasons. You see, because when the wealth comes, you will have no, you will not have to even be a steward over that because it has nothing to do with you. You know that I mentioned the tree? Remember I mentioned the tree? Okay, and in the tree, he said this. He says, this, he says, the wealth, I told you that I wanted, I wanted to establish my covenant. I don't want man's thoughts on my wealth at all. See, so what Adam did in the garden when he ate of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we're going to see something different when the wealth of, of God comes because you won't even want to touch it. You won't want to eat. You will not want to eat of it. Why? Because he has supplied so good for you. Psalms 23 says, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He says, I supply all your need according to my riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So if he has supplied everything, when he puts the wealth in your hands, all you got to do is pass it through. All you are is a pass through. That's what Deuteronomy 8.18 says. That's what Deuteronomy 8 is talking about. My God, my God, my God. It's an opportunity. We get the opportunity. I get the blessings. I get the opportunity to be able to release. It's an opportunity. It's a privilege. It's an honor to be able to give. It's an honor to be able to release. And so I thank God for that. I went over my 20 minutes, didn't I? Hallelujah. I know you use it all the time. You can tell we're family, right? <laughs> okay, Apostle Eddie, you can come forth now.